Welcome to Nebraska Farmcast from the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's Department of Agricultural Economics. I'm Ryan Evans. With spring planting season upon us, many farmers are in a hurry and may be stressed, busy, and short on sleep, which means family members and coworkers can get short with each other. To talk about some best practices to use when disagreements do arise on the farm, namely the seemingly simple act of saying I'm sorry, I'm joined by Alan Vanolik, Nebraska Extension's educator for farm and ranch succession and transition. Alan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so agriculture can obviously be a stressful industry. What are some risks you see of letting disagreements on the farm escalate or be left unresolved? Well, it's just it's just extra stress on the family. Uh, unresolved disagreements uh, just tend to fester and sit in the background, and they they just tend to if you just let them sit there too long, they'll, they'll at some point in time boil over. And I think we have to <clears throat> we have to have, have responsibility for making sure that does not happen. And I think that uh, that would be the main message there. And with farming so often a family business, like you mentioned, how might that impact the level of severity of a disagreement when you're working with family so often? Well, what's, what's too bad is that in the heat of the moment, we're, we're ready to say or do things that we can, can later regret. And uh, stress, especially a planning season or you know busy time of year, causes can, can lash, we can lash out at someone in anger or frustration. But what's too bad is that these emotions can be even more raw about those we care about, our, our closest family members, our son or our daughters or our fathers or mothers. And uh, so we have to be sure that we don't allow those emotions to become more real and we have to avoid them, keep them from boiling over. And so it, it's just, it's just, it's too bad we get frustrated and angry, but we will. That's going to happen. But we're doing it usually against the people that we're the closest with. Yeah. And you've written that saying those simple words of I'm sorry is something that's too often overlooked. So what are some obstacles for farmers or, or for anyone really to be able to extend this apology? So some of the stumbling blocks that we, that we can run into when we forget to say that I'm sorry, is we don't realize we've hurt someone. We don't realize the moment that we've hurt someone by our actions or words. Uh, also, we don't think about it. We don't feel the situation warrants an apology. I think that happens far too often. And and we think, well, they'll get over it. And so sometimes we just have to get out, get beyond that and, and say we're sorry anyway. Uh, another one is that we're stubborn. We're thinking that if anyone's going to apologize, it should be them, not me. Uh, and, and we can also get proud. We can we, we proud and being being right it gets in the way all too often. Uh, and maybe maybe we realize we did wrong. We realize we said too much. We got too angry, and we're ashamed. Uh, having to admit that we need to apologize means to face any fact that we hurt someone else. And we don't want to, and facing that fact is harder than keeping it bottled up inside. Uh, and we're afraid we don't know how the other person will react, and we lack self-confidence. Confrontation is difficult. Admitting fault can compound those struggles and force us to face the facts. Uh, so uh, we have to offer an apology that allows us to accept our role in the situation. And that's a great point. You know, I think you would agree, and you, I think you've written, too, that usually in disagreements, there are, it, it takes two to tango as you've written, right? So what's important for all parties involved to understand when they do get into these disagreements? Well, we have to first make sure that we take our own responsibility and say that we're sorry. I think secondly, sometimes it's a disagreement because we didn't, we failed to stop and really listen to what the other party was saying. We have to really 
stop and say, okay, what did you mean by saying that before we lash out back at him? You know, like, instead of saying, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard or no, we're not going to do it that way. You say, okay, so I don't necessarily agree with that, but tell me why you're thinking that would be a good idea. And you have to really slow yourself down and take yourself out of the heat of the moment. Take get, get, you know, forget about the stress for a minute and ask them the question, why do you, why are you proposing that? And then, and really cause you to stop and understand what they're trying to say and what point they're trying to make. And that may, may just diffuse the situation completely. Uh, from the other party standpoint, if you stop and ask someone else what they're thinking, what they're saying, how they're feeling, uh, they're going to feel like they're listening to you. And I think far too often people don't feel like they're listening to you, and that's why they get angry because they don't feel like they're being listened to. And in your work on farm succession and education, you really stress often the importance of communication. And uh, this issue of working through disagreements really fits into that. So are there any examples you have seen where disagreements have escalated to the point that it really impedes progress in a farm business? Yeah, I, yes, exactly. I mean, that's exactly what happens. I mean, we get to the point where um, we're, we're arguing with each other so much or we have, we have people that don't stop to listen to each other. It's happening so often that we don't feel like we can continue. I, I had uh, two or three cases just this last year, especially during COVID, where a son or a daughter or even a father has called me and talked about, well, that son who just won't listen to me, or the, he could, the, the son will go, the father just won't listen to me, and I'm not sure I can see you doing business with him anymore. He just gets so stubborn, he just won't, he won't uh, change. And so I think we, it's just that I think it still has to be a function of backing up, having a conversation. What did you mean when you said that? Well, what, what is frustrating you? Um, how can we have a better, how can we have a better communication pattern? When do you want me to talk to you about the ideas that I have? Uh, just any, any questions like that to, uh, take away, uh, uncertainty, take away uh, frustration and, and show true appreciation that you're listening to what they have to say. So that with, with, with each party has to do that in order for that to work properly. And if, and if it's a one way street, that gets to be tough, but you still have to pave your side of the street. Means you better ask them about what, how, what, what they're thinking. Why are they frustrated? Get their get their point of view, and then maybe if you prove to them that you're listening to them, they will do the same to you. Absolutely. And if you had one parting word of advice that could kind of summarize your thoughts on on this whole conversation to farmers, ranchers, really anybody that is liable to be involved in a disagreement in their business, what is that one piece of advice you might offer? Uh, well, one piece of advice is just take a breath. When you feel like you're getting your angry or getting frustrated, and you want to say, you just want to lash out about something, just slow down and just say, okay, I got to take a breath. <sighs> Let's see what else, what else can we do? What, I, what could I say instead of that? Um, and, and uh, what could I, what question could I ask to make sure that I understood what they're trying to say? I think that's the, I think that's the whole point. All right. Alan Vanalik is a Nebraska Extension educator for Farm and Ranch Succession and Transition. And he has a new article on this subject, which you can find on our website, farm.unl.edu. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Ryan. This has been Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.